This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Can't get enough of Boomer and Carton in the morning. Al Dukes and Jerry Recco are here with some sports news and updates they didn't have time to cover. Here we go. It's the Boomer and Carton Post Game Show with Al and Jerry. All right, it's Thursday. Usually it is our last podcast of the week, but not this week because we will be with you again tomorrow. Al's looking very much what? forward to that. Yeah, that's right. A fifth podcast this week Wow. with um, listener participation. We'll take your questions on Twitter, and we'll do it between the uh, the times of 1022, basically, tomorrow. We'll remind you uh, between 1022 and 11 o'clock when we're actually recording the thing. So that'll be fun. Today during the show, though, Al, we mentioned the podcast uh, from the Nerdist website that Aaron Rodgers did uh, with the comedian, and I, of course, you sent me the five-minute little link. I went to the website and listened to the entire two hours. I was searching for gold. I didn't really get gold, but it was interesting nonetheless. The whole UFO thing was weird, and then it went on. It went on longer than the five-minute clip you gave me because it came back up, resurfaced later. But what was really interesting to me about the article is what a deep thinker Aaron Rodgers is. You know, you think of these guys as football players and – he was talking about what a historian he is. The History Channel is one of his favorite uh, channels to watch. Talking about the uh, the pyramids in Egypt. Talking about how we're all made of carb. I mean, it was weird. He got into God, UFOs, masturbation. Um, also, it was just a bizarre two hours to think this was Aaron Rodgers. Uh, Pete Holmes is the host. You said right. that, right? Correct. Yeah. Yeah, the uh, whole UFO thing. So he says he saw a UFO in New Jersey. Yes, in um, 2005. You buying into that or no? I don't buy into UFOs. You don't? I mean, first of all, no, no, let me rephrase that. I do buy into what UFOs mean, an un- unidentified flying object. Sure. I'm sure I see them every day because I can't identify what the hell I'm seeing. So if you want to go on the basis of what it actually means, yeah, I buy into it. Do I think that it was a spaceship from the movie Independence Day with a bunch of Martians inside that want to kill us and take us all? I don't. Because I've always said this. What are they waiting for? Yeah, they've been studying us for a number of years if you believe in UFOs. So is there just going to be this big, massive takeover one day? What about these people who claim that they've been abducted their entire lives? Like, they just keep the aliens come back every few years for these people in particular? I I don't know what to tell you. I mean, until I'm abducted by an alien, I don't buy into it. I'm not saying it's not true. I'm just saying I don't believe it. What if someone that you were close to yeah, I heard this question explained today. that to you and said, listen, Jerry, it happened to me. Right. I'd have them committed. You would? Uh, no, but I would want proof. Would you take you video proof something. of somebody? Let's say it was somebody that you trusted, one of your best friends. Okay. Said, Jerry, I saw a UFO last night. I have two Here's guys. Here's the video on my phone, and it's clear. 
then I would become a believer, of yeah. course. But well, now you're giving me tangible proof. Yes, I am. And you're talking about... From a about, source that you trust. Yes, you're talking about a very small selection of people that I would trust. Nobody in this room would I trust because everybody thinks everything's funny. And I don't know what a joke is. I don't know what a bet is. I don't know anything anymore with this group. But yes, I have, I would say, three, two buddies of mine, my wife. I would say there's three or four, my parents maybe. It's a small number of people that I would trust. But yes, if one of those four, five, or six people showed me proof, I'm a believer. Yeah. And now I'm going to start digging digging a tunnel to hide. <laughs> yeah. I wonder, when you uh, were talking about this on the air, I went to YouTube and was watching different videos of people um, videoing what they think were UFOs. And there's some that you really can't see anything and others where it looks so fake like they were clearly faking right. it. Now, listen, there's, there's certainly an element of, what is it, Area 51? Is that what it's called? Yes. Something's got to be out there in terms of they must think that there is something far, far away, and maybe this Area 51 is where they do their research. I'm not saying it doesn't exist. I'm not saying it's true. It's not true. I'm saying until someone says, hey, you want to come check out Area 51, and they show me dead aliens like in the movie Independence Day, I'm out. That's all. I did see when I was on YouTube looking at different UFO things that people posted, there was one surveillance video of uh, aliens walking around outside. How'd that look? It looks very fake. No. (laughs) It looks exactly like the aliens that you would see in a movie. Big green head, giant eyeballs. Exactly. Like the Martian from the Flintstones. Although, Jerry, even in the caveman days, have you heard, you've heard that they found paintings on the caveman walls of UFOs and things? Okay. Fine. Just I mean, saying. I'm again. I am not saying it's not real. I'm but, saying I don't believe it until I'm proven. Because you otherwise. haven't seen it, right? I see. Would you believe this, Jerry? A new study I have right Born here, in, right here in my hand. No, but I have some of that coming up oh, later God. on. How about this? So yesterday we told the story on the air about um, uh, men when they get a promotion. Yes. They uh, like to get a a new girlfriend or wife because they feel like they deserve a better-looking person now that they're making more. Yeah. And we all thought how shallow men were. Well, I've got a study about women today, Jerry. According to this survey, almost 60% of women regularly pine for their ex and will compare their current partner to past lovers. So 60% of women, that means 95% of men do the same thing. Ah, I don't believe you. Funny you say that, Jerry, because this study that I hold in my hand, and if it was not a real study, Jerry, would it be printed out? No, it would not. It would not. And it wouldn't have a picture on it. It certainly wouldn't. This study found that less than half the men reminisce about don't believe sexual that liaisons with an ex. Do not. Wait, for the, with an ex? Oh, I don't believe that for a second. With an ex. That's I right, I don't Jerry. believe that for one second. Men, Jerry, when I, we are with a new partner, we do not ha! reminisce about the past at Here's all. Here's what I think. A hundred percent of all people... Think about the past. <laughs> so you can take your uh, survey and shove it up your ass. Hmm. That's what I think. I don't know, Jerry. This seems like a legitimate survey. You're going to tell me that you can find someone out there that has had quote-unquote relations with someone else in their past and they've never actually thought about if it was better or worse than who they're with now. Right. Bull bleep. Hmm. Well, this is saying women do that. Men don't. Men and women do it. Seems like women are shallow here, Jerry. One hundred percent of everybody out there does. Everyone it. does it. You think? Everybody does it. You know it. I know it. And everybody out there listening knows it. Hmm. There are so many. Well, whatever. No, we're you all, had something good there. No, I just because people. I think we're all humans. We all yes. think about things we shouldn't. You know, everything's not uh, you know flowers and 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 
I don't know, man. I, I don't believe any people lie on these surveys. People aren't telling the truth. You think in surveys, people put down what what will make them seem like a better person? Yeah, I mean, well, you told the uh, you had the survey last week. How many people lie every day? <laughs> so now we're supposed to believe this oh. that that's not part of the lying process. It may be I'm reading too many surveys, Jerry. Perhaps uh, all I all I really bring to the table every day in this thing is surveys, but it gets the discussion. Well, it's all right. It gets the talk going, Jerry. Right. And that's how we advance as a society and when I'm we okay talk with about that. things. I'm okay with that. That's fine. Yeah. You know, it's funny. I had a conversation with my wife the other day because she was watching Sex in the City on some rerun last week. And I had said to her, have you ever thought or have you ever, I forget how I phrased it, but something along the lines of, could you have ever have imagined living that life of a 30-something single in Manhattan Sleeping with a different man every Friday and Saturday. Is that what the Sex in the City right. is about? Well, that the one was just about, you know, I guess I, I never really watched it all that much, but watching this episode in the background, I mean, it's basically four women going out meeting men, and, you know, there's a is couple that right? of them that'll, Yes. They're not in relationships, these girls? Uh, I don't know the show enough. I know Jessica, you don't think Sarah so. Jessica Parker was with the guy from Law & Order, Michael Noth, not right. his name. But... I don't know. I think everybody thinks of what could have been, what would have been, what is now. Am I in a good position now? Could I have done better without this jackass, meaning right. myself? So I, I don't think anything is out of the realm of possibility. You're going to tell me you've never once thought what your life would be like had you not stayed single, had you gotten married and had kids in, the, in your 20s? Of course you have. Yeah, but I always think it would have been, would have, I'm in a better spot having that's waited. Not, I was that's very immature not, back that's then. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying oh. people ponder every possible path they could have taken in life. Right. And they wonder, even if they do believe the path they have chosen has been in his best, there's no way that people have not thought that another path would have been different, could have been better, maybe worse, who never thought about it. Well, yes, because every, every move you make changes the... All your future moves. Absolutely. So depending on where you decide you're going, like there are some things out of your control, like where you live when you're a kid, your parents make those decisions, where you go to high school and that sort of thing. But when you decide you're going to go to college, that's a choice you make. Or if you say, hey, I'm going to go into this career or take this job. Yes. Then all those things determine. There's no doubt. Different things. I'll give you a great one. All right. It's exactly what you're talking about. Go back to Jersey City State College, right? So I'm there as my first year there after Uppsala went out of business. And Juan Arroyo was his name. He was the, and he's still there. I think he's retiring this year. He was like the, not guidance counselor, but the career counselor. And I remember, I didn't know who he was. I was just there a couple of months. And I get a letter in the mail that I'm your career counselor. I have scheduled a meeting with you at whatever time it was, 12 noon on Thursday. And I remember looking at this letter. I'm like, I've got film noir class at 8 a.m. that goes to 11 and then I've got a radio class from 1 30 to 4 30 and then I had a class at night I think a history class at night I loaded up a couple of days so I only had to go twice a week and I remember looking at the letter and I said I am three years away from graduating why am I going to go spend an hour and a half when that's my lunch time and back then that was my smoking time that was my time to go sleep in my car if I needed for a half hour and I begrudgingly went and even as I was walking to the building I'm like eh you know, there's, there's a food truck right there. I could get lunch and sit on the bench. It was a beautiful day. I went in. Juan Arroyo was the one who made the call on the spot when we discussed what I wanted to do called Eric Spitz about getting me an internship here. 
if I don't go have that lunch with him and I blow that off, maybe I end up at an intern at NBC, and right now I'm I'm an accountant. Yes. So the decisions you make, you're 100% right, and you can go back and pinpoint the decisions you've made and where you are now. So you're you're absolutely right. You should feel good about yourself. Yeah, I like that. Because everything like that, you're right, goes doot, doot, doot. Without that lunch, I don't know you. I don't know these two to our left. I never meet Eddie Scazzari, and I'm a veterinarian. Who knows? Just like I was at Kane College at the time. Kane, now it's Kane University. And I uh, had graduated like one of those when you graduate in December versus the other. Sure, yeah. So I just went to pick up my degree. I wasn't going to walk in this ceremony. I just went to pick up my degree, and I saw my public speaking teacher was in the office when I went to get the degree. And he's like, oh, what are you doing? I wasn't really sure. He said, you should go to graduate school. Here, start here. Apply here. I bet you could go for free. Da-da-da-da-da. Which I did. And then I ended up going to Indiana, to Florida, to here. But again, so, if I don't, if I go pick that up and that guy is not in the office. What are you doing today? No like, idea. What do you think your career path would have been? Have no clue. No clue. No clue. Yeah, I actually think I would have ended up being a gym teacher or, I'm not even kidding, a gym teacher and a coach. Is I think the path I would have ended up on. But, I mean, who knows? That's what my dad told me I should be, a gym teacher. Right, you've said that coach, before. Yeah. I, well, although I might not have wanted to be a gym teacher like you, but I probably would have taught something so I could coach. Right. So you really wanted to be a coach. A coach. As part of being a coach, you must yeah. also be a gym teacher. I always thought the path, uh, again, if this didn't work out, was going to be coach high school and work my way to a lower, lo- lower level of college. Because at that time, I was still only a few years removed from playing baseball. And while I have no skills now and I can't throw a baseball anymore and my back is a mess, at one point I could play a little bit. <laughs> um, and I really like, I love, uh, even with these kids, I love teaching. It's fun. I would have liked to have been a coach. Plus, you could wear, like, sweatpants to work every day. You do get to wear gym clothes, yeah. which is kind of cool. By the way, I don't rule out coaching even now. I don't have any credentials for it anymore. But as the kids are getting older, it's really fun to watch them get better as you're helping them along. Like, we had a, we had a game in the fall last year where we turned to double play. I had, like, we lost the game. But we got in the car. My son, first thing, is like, dude, we turned to double play, Dad. I'm like, awesome. I don't care that we lost 6-1. It was tremendous. So maybe that's my next path when I get fired here. Coach. Coach. Coach Somewhere. Jerry Recca. Yeah, like freshman high school. Nice. Maybe I make five grand or something. I could definitely see you as a coach, Jerry. If only you had children that you could coach in little leagues, that would be a start. And Are you serious? You'd be able to tell, you know, do you, do you have no, coaching no, no, abilities? No, 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 no. Do you not then, hear yourself? Do you not hear me? I'm, I'm 20 feet from you. What do you mean? I just told you. A story about my son and our team turning a double play. Oh, those my are your kids. Son. Your that's kids. Mean, yes, that means I have at least I one. I actually have two little boys, and I coach both of them. You do? Yes. Let me ask you this, then. How do you possibly keep track of all these teams, all these games, where you're supposed to be, on what days you're bringing what? It's a very good question, and yeah. I'm not going to lie. In the past, it's been through text messaging, phone oh. calls. It's been emails, that unanswered confusing. emails. I mean, really a pain in the rear end until yeah. now TeamSnap. TeamSnap allows me to keep everything organized, keeps me in communication. you got a field change. You can put it up there, no problem. You want to change the time of the practice. Uh, game gets changed. Game gets rained out. It's just so much easier to keep your team in line and uh, having everybody on the same page. So it's TeamSnap. Team Snap. Now, is this an app for your phone as well? Yeah, exactly right. Team oh, it Snap. Is. You can go to teamsnap.com slash postgame, 
and you get a good deal. What's the deal? Like what's how about, the deal? How about an entire season for free? Oh. Free. How about the fact when you sign up, you don't need a credit card? Oh, I see. I hate that. I hate when you sign up for things and you need your credit card. Me too. And you're not even sure if you're going to like it or not. Team Snap, they're so sure you're going to love it. No credit card required. First season free. Hmm. And awesome I can get deal. that on my cellular telephone, you're telling me. TeamSnap.com Team Snap. slash postgame, Hmm. What else do you do with this Team Snap? So it will tell you where the games are, who you're playing, how about this? What how, sport it is, I hope, since you seem about, to have all these children. How about little Johnny needs a ride? And his mom. Is Johnny your older or a younger son? I, no, I. Oh, my God. No, no. I don't have a son named Johnny. I'm saying, let's say you have a kid on your team who oh, needs a ride and you have to arrange your carpool. You can do all of this on Team Snap. Oh, I see. Perfect. That sounds perfect for you, Jerry, because you have children. Two of them, Al, you disrespectful son of a gun. I don't have kids yet. I get that. Yeah, so you're telling me people with kids in Little Leagues should go to teamsnap.com slash postgame and do it up with Team Snap. Thank you. Jerry, how about this question for you? God, you exacerbate me. (laughs) How about this question for you? Um, Would you give up a kidney for $50,000? No. You would not? I would not. Do you think it should be allowed that healthy people could donate a kidney for $50,000? Well, first of all, let's say sell a kidney and sell not a donate kidney. a kidney. That's a good, it's fair a big, point. big difference. Yes, yeah, sell a kidney. Uh, I would say... Sell an organ. You know, here's the problem. Uh, yeah. you know, on the surface, my initial reaction is absolutely you should because while you are getting paid for it, you are also helping people. You are. Who really, really need it. The problem is there is a seediness to it. That can all of a sudden take place and take shape. Um, I don't know. I'm, I'm actually on the fence on this one because, again, you got, you know, I have someone in my family who's already had a kidney transplant, and I'm not even talking about an adult. I'm talking about a young adult, and he might need one again soon. So I actually understand this quite well, and I would think, yeah, if there is any possible way that he could get it, get it. But, again, at the same time, you open up Pandora's box with people selling organs. Right. Where does it stop? Yeah, right now, paying for organs is illegal in the United States under the U.S. National Organ Transplant Act. Sure. But they uh, surveyed people, and three out of five, so more than half, of people in the U.S. said they would sell a kidney for fifty grand. Well, listen, $50,000, we're not talking about 500 bucks. I mean, we make fun, and we have... have uh, a lot of fun at the expense of the NBA players in terms of, you know, I'll take less money to go play with this guy, meaning instead of making $30 million this year, you'll make $27 million on the court, but you're going to make 40 off the court. Cry me a river. That's not taking less money for anything. People like you and I, though, um, and Eddie and Bob and people like that, $50,000 for someone like myself, I all of a sudden can pay for probably two years of college. Right. Like, it's a significant amount of money. So I could see why three out of five normal people would absolutely do it would you um no but i would not but i would uh you would give a kidney to a a relative though yes yeah i mean it's it's interesting because it's come up and yeah i mean you think about it yeah i think i think you have to don't you yeah how far out do you go though right i would say uh sisters and brother brothers and sisters um parents i guess grandparents then I think you're good. So I, I'm taking this in a completely different direction. But you just said brothers and sisters, right? So I have this thing, and Eddie can kill me for this. That's fine. And maybe I'm a bad person. But it happened again this past Sunday. I know you don't go to church. I still go to church. I don't go every week. 
I would say I get to go based on my schedule. I go every other week. It was probably. Palm Sunday this week. Right. So <laughs> in church this weekend, and it's every time I'm there, there's a portion of the mass towards the middle latter stages where someone goes up to read, and it starts with brothers and sisters. And I swear to God, I want to stand on the chair and start screaming, pump up the volume, pump up the volume. <laughs> that wouldn't be, that wouldn't work at church, I don't think, Jerry. <laughs> no, it wouldn't. But ever since, I'm telling you, Al, ever since I think I'm 15 or 16, whenever that song came out, I can't get that out of my head. Anytime I ever hear someone say, brothers and sisters, and it happens every time I'm in, I'm at mass, and I sit there and say, what the hell is wrong with my mind? I don't even think I know what that song is. Really? Yeah. Brothers I know. and sisters, pump up the volume, pump, pump up, up the volume. volume. Yes, you do. How do you not know that song? I know the pump up the volume part. I didn't know it did brothers and sisters. Oh, yeah, the guy yells it before they sing it. I, so I'm a bad guy. What can I tell you? So check out this story, Jerry, Moving about on. the uh, Brussels attack. Yeah. There's an American teen. He's a, a Mormon missionary. He's only 19 years old. His name is Mason Wells, and he was injured on Tuesday in this attack in Brussels. Uh, but strangely enough, Jerry, so this happened, okay, yes, in Brussels. Uh, strangely enough, he was also one block away in Boston during the Boston Marathon bombing. Crazy. And he was in Paris. Come on. During the Paris bombings. Man. I mean, he wasn't no, no, but super he was in the close, city. but he was, the, I mean, you're right. That's crazy. It's a big world, and there's a lot of days. Yeah. That is insane. Yes, that is a very strange uh, coincidence. Yeah, Mason Wells. So I don't really have anything exciting <laughs> to go with that, Jerry, other than I... No, here's the problem. How about that? And here's why I'm not really going to get into Mason Wells all yeah. that much. There's no good way to take that conversation. Right. It's just interesting. It is very interesting. It is very, it's freaky. It's coincidental. It's all that stuff for him. Um, and for us, you just sit there and hope that we remain safe. I, what else do you say? Let me get this back to what we normally discuss Childish here on banter. the post game. Yes. Pornhub, Jerry. Okay. <laughs> They're going to be giving away free virtual reality headsets to revolutionize adult films. Now, I've seen these headsets at uh, Best Buy because some of the, they don't have it for it. Strangely enough, they don't have it for an iPhone yet. Okay. But like for your Samsung phone, yeah. they have this sort of uh, thing where you, you put your phone into this virtual reality headset, then you strap it to your head and you it's virtual I mean, are reality. Are people really going to do this? For Pornhub or just in general? For anything. For anything. I, I don't know. It's, it was the same thing. Like Remember the Google glasses? Yes. How'd that go? And people were not interested in that. No, because that. it's stupid. Yeah. So I don't know if people are going to do like, this. Is the, and I don't know the answer to this. I do know I look around. I don't see anybody wearing them. Right. The Apple I don't think, Watch. Right. Does anybody... Now, there were lines around the corners for that when they first came out. If I go look in the newsroom, I can find nine out of ten people that have an iPhone... I don't think I'm going to find anybody that's wearing that watch. Right. Even people that may have bought it because of the idea of it. Doesn't make any sense. Doesn't really do anything more than your phone does. Right. So what are you wearing that thing for? Yeah, I don't know. Google Glasses was another good example. It's even like th this virtual reality that you would put your phone in. It kind of reminds me, too, of uh, like 3D TV. People are not right. wearing those 3D glasses. At home, I'm not. No. There's no chance. I don't even want to wear them in the movie theaters. No. It's stupid. It is stupid, Jerry. Dumb. You know what's really stupid, too? What's stupid? The fact that me and you still haven't come up with a business to open. Well, I have business ideas. I, no, no, I've got a million ideas, too. How about we do one? Well, 
I would do one, Jerry, but I have no accounting background. So you don't how am I one. possibly you going to do mean, the books for this, this again? business? Because I know like, that a lot of times people I have great you ideas, you never listen but to they me. don't know how to do the I'm books. I'm here talking. I'm not going to pay an accountant listen, who's going to take all of my money. I've got two kids. Get that through your thick skull. All right. And number two, you don't need an accountant. You don't need to do the accounting because you've got fresh books to help you along with it. What is fresh it's books, very Jerry? simple. Fresh books is... An easy-to-use cloud accounting software that will help small business owners like what me and you could be right. get organized, save time invoicing, and get paid faster. They hmm. do everything, Al. Everything. I did, I did hear this about them. You know, you try to keep track of your expenses for yes. your business. You can actually just take a picture of the receipts. How awesome is that? And that'll save it in FreshBooks so you know all of your expenses, Jerry. Even you can figure that out, Al. Yeah, the other thing is you can take credit cards like Visa, MasterCard, American Express directly from your clients and you could get paid very quickly, Jerry. FreshBooks accepts online payments and deposits and check this out. You can look super slick with professional-looking invoices. Those are invoices that would have your own business logo on there. So check it out. FreshBooks. It's easy to use cloud accounting software for your small business, your small business owners. They also have mobile apps for your telephone, for your iPad, and all of your Android device, uh, devices. So it's very simple. Just go to freshbooks.com slash postgame. Then they're going to ask you, which show did you hear about this on? You're going to say postgame again. Freshbooks.com slash postgame. Get yourself some fresh books and you'll be good to go. And if you ever need support, support with fresh books is free, fast, and friendly, and you'll always speak to a real person, not some robot where you're clicking through 19 different menu items to get to a human. You will get to a human right away. Fresh books. Go to freshbooks.com slash postgame to check it out for you and your small business. And we will see you tomorrow. We're going to do an extra um, post-game podcast, a special Friday edition, where we take your questions on Twitter, and we'll answer them live as we record this. So hit us up on Twitter tomorrow uh, between 10.20 a.m. and 11 a.m. while we're re- we are recording this, and we'll answer your questions. Tomorrow on Boomer and Carton, Rick Flair will be in studio with his daughter, Charlotte, who's the current WWE Diva Champion. That should be pretty cool. Woo! <clears throat> that did not sound great. It's the Boomer and Carton Post Game Show. Wow! With the real stars of the show, Alan Jerry.